Pittsburgh Steeler fans, happy Thanksgiving and welcome to a special edition of the Steelers Q&A, where myself and joining me today is Lance Williams. are going to answer some of your questions. I've got to be honest, it's a holiday. We wanted to provide some content for you, the viewer, and for you, the listener. Uh, so we wanted to, sh- it's just about 30 minutes max to come on here, answer some questions, talk about the upcoming game against the Browns. Lance, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving to the Hartman clan. I'm sure you guys are going to bring it in uh, the right way with a lot of grub, a lot of food, a lot of football, you know, faith, family, football, all that, the the multiple Fs. So congratulations to you and yours. Uh, Same to you. And I want to take a moment that I wrote an article today for the website behind the steel curtain.com, a letter from the editor. And it basically was just me giving thanks to several people. And I, you know, thanked all my writers that, can provide content for the site every single day. Um, I thanked all the podcasters and I kind of told the story about Lance and I in 2014, when I finally convinced Neil Coulong, the former editor of the website to let me do a podcast. He kept on saying, <laughs> no, no. And I'm like, man, Lance, I said, let me do a podcast. He said, okay, you're going to do it with my friend Lance. And I was like, okay, the first time we went on the air, I had never spoken to Lance Williams before in my life. Literally, it was, okay, we're live in three, two, one. My name's Jeff. His name's Lance. I know nothing about you other than that you live in California. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Here we are, six seasons later, still doing the show. Our podcast platform has really expanded. I'm really proud of the product that we put out, not just our show, but for Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield and Tony DeFeo. Thank you all for all the work, but really... Thank you to the viewers and the listeners that have really helped grow this channel and get us near 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. And we're having our biggest month on our podcast platform where we're well over 4,000 downloads a day, a day. We're over that mark. And we're still the next goal because we got that 4,000 next goal is 5,000. It's doable. We can only do it by you all liking the shows and you know, being a part of the community and sharing it to all the other Steelers brethren out there. But Lance, any particular thanks you'd like to give today? I want to thank you, Jeff. Thank you for grinding. I mean, you grind, and and I know the listeners out there, Jeff grinds, man. Jeff has a lot going on in his personal life. Jeff grinds. Jeff is professional, and Jeff is very deferential and very humble, and I think that comes off in the shows, and that's part of the reason why I think the site has grown so much. You know, Jeff is dedicated to it, and he grinds. I mean, he keeps us all motivated, and he keeps us all doing it. So there are days when we're like, come on, man. <laughs> like, uh, like, are we really doing a show? <laughs> like, there's really nothing to talk about. But Jeff grinds. Jeff works. And, uh, you know, thank you for you, Jeff, for this uh, the, this that. year. And thank you for the Steelers, man, for, Absolutely. you know, bringing outstanding content. I mean, because this year has been awesome. This last year and a half with uh, Mr. Third and Fifth and Mr. Butt Naked and Robbed, man, this has just been a great year to really talk about uh, uh, the Steelers. There's been a lot to talk about. I mean, even in season, Ben Roethlisberger's injury, Mason Rudolph promoted, Minka Fitzpatrick trade, duck season is now on Pittsburgh. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. But I want to get to this here. $5 from Shield91, who's a longtime viewer of the podcast. He says, you guys are committed. Thank you guys and everyone at BTSC first season with you guys. And I'm loving it. I look forward to many more happy Turkey Day. Shield, thank you very much. And happy Thanksgiving to you and all the people that are in the live chat right now. Um, We have another one here, uh, $1.99. He says, I'm thankful to listen to you guys. We appreciate that. 
um, really, it's a, it's a labor of love. I mean, here we are on Thanksgiving Day doing a podcast talking about the Steelers. Uh, it, it Lance and I are fans, and I think that's what we try to convey in these podcasts is that we're get, trying to give it, bring an analytical view from a fan's perspective. Right. Perfect. I'm a, I'm a Homer. I would admit that I'm a Homer. <laughs> Lance is a hater. It's like H and H Homer and hater. That's what we should call the show from now on. Hey, welcome to the H and H show, the Homer and the hater. Homer and the hater. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's perfect because the rumor is I am a fan. That's the and rumor. That's a rumor. Um, okay. We are going to talk about the Steelers and not just wax poetic about the podcast platform and things of that nature. I titled this show, before we get to some questions, I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, which last night on the standards of standard, I kind of said you know, they're awful. They are awful. The statistics show that they're awful. They are a bottom-tier offense in every single category that matters. We're talking 25th or worst. Or, or, or worse, not worst. I'm sorry, worse. And... I just feel like with Devlin Hodges taking over, Lance, would you say the expectations have never been lower for this offense? Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. The coach said, I hope he doesn't kill us. Exactly. So, so it can't get any lower than that. So, so. Right, right, right. So for me, I look at it and say, okay, you can go one of two directions here. You can go ultra conservative, which I'm, I sadly, I think that Mr. Feetner is going to probably go in that direction. Or you could go the direction that I would go in. And that's, we're playing with house money, all in, Boom, chips are in, let's roll the dice, because no one's expecting that, no one's expecting that, Cleveland's going into this game, and they're saying, we're going to load the box, eight players in, we'll go man to man, because I don't think Juju Smith-Schuster's going to play, we're going to stop the run, because obviously that's what Pittsburgh's going to want to do, we're going to stop the run, we're not going to let them check the ball down, beat us down the field, well, beat them down the field. Lance, which side would you go on? Ultra conservative? Or are you all in like I am? I, you know, I might go ultra conservative. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I, I might go ultra conservative until I have to go. But uh, then you, then, then it doesn't work, though. It doesn't work in that instance. You have to come you're, out you're guns right. blazing. So what does that look like? Does that look like uh, play four, action passes early? Four wide, spread no. them out. No, I think you throw out of non-conventional formations. I would run, I would come out if I'm Randy Feetner, and again, I am not, because half the stuff that idiot does, I would not do. You're I'm a much better out. shape, too. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's not really saying much. Anyways, um, <laughs> I would come out. You know, you know what my favorite formation is, Lance. I've talked about it a million times. I love that bunch formation because it's so versatile. You can run out of it. You can throw out of it. I think that even with if Juju Smith-Schuster is not in the lineup with James Washington really coming on, Superman Dion Kane is a deep threat. He is fast. He can get vertical. I'm coming in and saying, "Hey, we're going to run versatile formations, play action passes early." And if the what's the worst case scenario outside of a turnover is you're going to back the defense off. The defense sure. is going to say, "Wait a second." They're going, they're taking shots. And whether they're successful or not, they're going to realize that we can't sell out and put everyone in the box. We need to back up. We need to back up and, and play more coverage. And then you might be able to soften them up and run. So that's what I would do. You're saying you're going ultra conservative. 
Yeah, I'd probably try to run the football, try to establish the run short. The uh, game. You're going run, run, pass, run, run, pass. See, run, see run, what pass, we could do. Run, probably. I'm going to I'm going to play to the defense. But the one thing to your point, Jeff, I mean, we all know what's going to happen on Sunday. They're going to have at least one turnover, so they should be used to it. So turning the football, although Tomlin cited that as one of the reasons that Mason Rudolph was benched. At least one turnover should not make the Steelers squeamish. I mean, they've turned the ball over in what, 17, 18 games in a row? 17 games in a row. They've (laughs) had five interceptions in the last two. So they should be used to it. So they shouldn't be overly squeamish to the fact that they need to, uh, you know, maybe loosen some things up and let Duck sling it. Also, I like them to let them utilize Duck's legs, little RPO stuff. To your side of the ball, a little more RPO stuff. Um, let let Duck do what Duck do. Let the Duck fly. You know, fly, Robin, fly. But I want to do it in a conservative fashion first. Start off by the run game and play it to that defense. You're going to play right into the Browns' <laughs> defensive hands. You're going to be up to another slow start. I would rather them go three and out by taking shots, being aggressive, than I would see them bound their pain, bang their heads into the wall over and over again. But Grayson Brown gives us nine 99. We appreciate that very much. He said, big up to you both hollow Lance from a fellow Homewood native. Happy Thanksgiving. Y'all offense can't go all in because the offensive coordinator isn't all in. He can't lead a mouse to cheese in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That's big that, up that's to you, Grayson. Good. Thank you for the tip. Uh, um, I think he, I think he's right though. And I, I, this might be coming down from the top. And when I say the top, I mean Mike Tomlin. You listen to Tomlin's comments since Mason Rudolph took over. It's been, don't kill us. And so I guarantee if Feetner's playing along with the script and saying, okay, don't kill you. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to call conservative plays. So you believe that, that Randy Feetner's not all in on being aggressive? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm not in. Uh, Randy Feetner's not good at anything. So I, 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 no, <laughs> like, no, I, that's not true. He's good at one thing. You ready? Being inconsistently, being well, inconsistently bad. Being Ben's puppet. Oh, he's the Ben puppet. Puppet. He's like a puppeteer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you gotta, you gotta, uh, I mean, you gotta ride with the guy that got you there. But I will say this in his defense, they were excellent in the red zone last year, which was astonishing because they were number one in the National Football League in the red zone. But I guess that's the case of, you know, any Randy, any Feetner can get a nut or any squirrel can get a nut. You see Ben on the sidelines wearing a headset. I mean, why don't they just let Mr. 300 call some plays? And when I say <laughs> Mr. 300, I'm referring to his, his body weight and not in – we're not in the using the metric system here. We're, we're talking poundage. That uh, might be is uh, what's that metric where they give you with the uh, numbers and you go to the doctor and, and they measure you in the numbers like forty, like twenty-two. Was it BPI or you? Uh, oh wait, you're talking about body mass index BMI. Yeah, yes, that might be Ben's BMI three hundred. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah. So let Mr. 300 call some plays. Hey, I, I do want to bring this up. Uh, the Steelers just released their injury report. This is like breaking news. Dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. 
<laughs> G- <laughs> we need to have that sound or something. Okay, so Juju Smith-Schuster missed his second straight practice, did not participate with a knee. Remember, we said this last night, in case you didn't see that show, which you should, go back. And it is that Juju Smith-Schuster has been released from the concussion protocol, so he is not in the protocol any longer, but did not practice for a, uh, with a knee injury. Does not look good for him on Sunday. Artie Burns, which I know everyone was losing sleep about him not practicing Wednesday. He was back as a limited participant. James Conner, shoulder injury, didn't practice Wednesday, was a limited practice participant Thursday. I don't know what to think about this because, you know, he went on his radio show and basically said, you know, he's not sure if the, his shoulder needs time to heal. He has an AC joint sprain. If anyone knows anything about the body, the human body, it's going to need time to heal. It's not going to happen overnight. And so for that, I think that if Connor's smart, if he thinks that he's even not even close to 90%, don't risk it because you're a running back. You're going to get popped, period. Um, Ramon Foster was given the day off, not injury-related. And Alejandro Villanueva, who was limited with a shoulder yesterday, was a full participant today. So that's good news for the Steelers' offensive line. And that's it. That's it for in regards to their injury report. You know, t- to your point, Jeff, you were talking about going, you know, full throttle, you know, uh, going, you know, 150 miles an hour with Devlin Hodges and ducking the game. You know, the difficulty with that, and I'm not saying I wouldn't do that. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, though. But the difficulty with that is with the offensive weapons or lack thereof, it's kind of hard to go ultra aggressive because you just don't know if these guys can make plays. I mean, you've got a lot of young pieces, some guys that have just got to the squad. I mean, your best wide receiver is James Washington. That should tell you everything. And that's no knock to James Washington, who did his best vanimal impression last week. Well, let me be a little bit more specific in regards to what I said about being aggressive. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going three verticals deep every time. It means that you're attacking the middle of the field. It means that, like, think about the pass that they threw to James Washington on the 79-yard touchdown. I mean, think back. It wasn't a deep bomb where he caught it over his shoulder and walked 10 yards into the end zone. It was a catch over the middle and then yards after the catch. I want to see more of those type of throws down the middle. That's something that we've both talked a lot about, how Mason Rudolph struggled attacking the middle of the field between the numbers, right? I think Devlin Hodges does that better. And so be aggressive with it and run some play action and get the tight ends involved. I don't think there's any way if there's if you're going to surprise any anybody with this defense, it's going to be the fact that the tight end has been non-existent since the Seattle Seahawks game when Mason Rudolph came in in relief of Ben Roethlisberger and threw two touchdowns to Vance McDonald. Since then, I think Vance McDonald has only one touchdown and has been absolutely a non-factor in the football game. Get them going early and. I think you can you can put them on their heels, and that's what they should be trying to do. I don't disagree with you there in terms of trying to get the tight end involved. They have not. You're you're right. Tight ends just don't get targets. Um, you know, I always have these great ideas for Dave to bring up on the Stack Geek Show, and you guys should check that out. Big up to Dave Schofield as well. Happy Thanksgiving to Dave and his family, and to who sped Brian Anthony Davis. Hashtag just take it. Hashtag Mister Two AM. <laughs> That's funny every time. <laughs> <laughs> the tight ends have to get involved, and just maybe that. Let's say they try to really establish the run. But maybe they target the tight ends ten times in a game. Now, if you if if you say that, I'm buying that. You know, I'm buying that because tight end throws I think are safer throws. 
Um, and I, I think if they did that in the offensive game plan, that would shock everybody, just like me, right? If you know me, I don't like to shop. I don't like to go to a mall. So if I ever wanted to hide out and never be found, I would just go to the mall because no one would ever look for me there. You would never find me. You would never find me in a mall. I could just be in a mall like every day, you know, eating Cinnabons, which are absolutely terrible, and just hide for like years. No one would find me. That's like Vanette and Vance McDonald. Like you'll yeah. never find them on a football field because they don't get targeted. All they do is block. And you know, if you came out with a game plan to try to attack the middle in between the numbers or in between the hashes with tight ends, I think that could be effective. That could be something that would surprise the Browns. But the question is, you got Randy Feetner calling plays. Yeah. Some, some of the route combinations that they've run have been really mind-boggling, too. You think back to the Monday night game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, You remember the over-under route combination they ran where Juju Smith-Schuster came underneath and Deontay Johnson went over the top, and the safety bid on Juju, and that left – Deontay Johnson wide open. They just, maybe it's that they're not allowing the plays to develop long enough. I'm just not seeing those either. Um, it's just, it's just bad. And so let's change it up. What we're one doing thing I've seen, that, one thing I've seen on film is when they try to run picks or rub concepts. And you guys are familiar with that is essentially is when receivers kind of cross, yep. cross themselves kind of in opposite directions with the design that, uh, defensive backs won't pass it off they'll follow the wide receiver and kind of bump into each other freeing one of those guys up a lot of times i've seen it this year where the receivers aren't running them with the proper depth and they're almost hitting each other and i've seen it not once but like a lot of times where literally the receivers are, are kind of running you know trying to get out of the way of themselves which when you do that, it kind of ruins the whole concept of running a rub or a pick. Pick being the illegal description of it, rub being the uh, you know the legal description of it. AKA so, half of the New England Patriots offense. Yes, you know rubs <laughs> and picks, rubs and picks. I mean, when run well, that sounds like Robert Kraft got involved in that somehow. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Tug. <laughs> crafty Tug. <laughs> oh, that'd be a great t shirt. Hashtag Tug Craft. There you go. T G K R A F T. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Lance, but we have a couple uh, super chats to get to. Spiral Bomber gives us 20 bucks. Says, Happy Thanksgiving, fellas. Happy Thanksgiving to you. We appreciate that a lot. Appreciate um, that. Absolutely. Snowman. He's five bucks. He says, I'm thankful for the BTSE staff, Jeff, Lance, Mr. Bad, and Dave Schofield. The snowman is, he's a regular. He donates all the time. Five dollars in the tip jar. Thank you very much. Frosty. <laughs> yeah, it's his time of year. Um, let's go uh, some questions for the show. We're going to do some rapid fire questions, folks. So I'm putting this in the live chat right now. I'm getting focused. For rapid fire Rapid fire questions. So give us some questions that we can rattle off quickly. And Lance, while we're waiting, you never gave your score prediction from last night because you didn't give a number. You said you wanted the, you thought the Browns were going to win. And we all expected that. And there were many that rejoiced over that decision, <laughs> but uh, you never gave us a score. What do you see this final score being? I'm going to go 17, nine. 
Ugh, not even getting in the end zone once. No. A couple I'll, of field goals. I I'll think they you. struggle in the red zone. I'm going to go 17-9. Okay. You said 17-9. I said 27-20. Pittsburgh wins in case you missed the show last night. Here's the thing, too. I predicted I was doing some questions and answer stuff with uh, dogs by nature, and that's the BTSC Browns website. And I said 27-20 predicted Minka Fitzpatrick is going to get his mitts on a football again. So take that. Okay, break that down. Break that down for me, Jeff. How do they get to 27? That's got to be really creative thinking. I just want to see where you're, you know, the beautiful mind, that great movie about the mathematician, Dr. Nash. We're talking to Dr. Jeff Hartman. Well, I, right think here. You, I think they're going to get a couple touchdowns. I did say I think one of them is going to be a defensive touchdown. So if you get to 14, okay. you get to 14, you have a Boswell field goal, 17, another Boswell. Field. I think they're going to score three touchdowns. So Duck has a couple of touchdown passes, possibly? I think he's going to throw for two, and I think they're going to have a defensive one. I don't think they rush for a touchdown. So give me, so give me the stat line for Duck in this, in this predicted victory by the Reverend Good Dr. Jeff Hartman. Devlin Hodges will be – I think he's going to have a really high completion percentage. I'm going to say like 19 of 25, and he's going to throw for 220 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And he'll also rush for 25 yards. Wow. Whoa. You because feel- he, he, you know, he reminds me of, he reminds me a little bit of Baker Mayfield from oh. the way that he can move in the pocket. He doesn't have the strongest arm ever. He's not ridiculously accurate. He's accurate, but Baker Mayfield's been criticized. He's not a really tall guy. He can get outside the pocket and make some plays with his legs. I watched a little bit of that. Uh, I went back and watched a little bit of the Ravens game when he came in. People forget he had some nice scrambles for some big yardage in that game. So keep that in mind. Oh, so he's the popper baker. He's the very poor version of Baker Mayfield. Popperfield. Yeah. Whoa, I'm on a roll today. Popperfield's a good one. Uh, hashtag Tugcraft. That's another good one. Uh, I'm you ready, on a roll you ready today. for some rapid fire questions here? I am. Okay, so you already answered this. I'll answer though. Cody Marshall says, How many red zone TDs? Lance says zero. I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say one. They're going to get one. Um, Ryan Kellerman, more carries. White, that's Kareth White or Trey Edmonds. White. I agree. Oh, man. Freaking live chat. Okay, here we go. Uh, If the Steelers lose to the Browns again, is the coaching staff in question? No. I don't either. Not the way they've kind of battled back. I've battled back. William Coonrad says, is this game big for Mike Tomlin? He feels that it is. Yes, in the sense that if they win, they probably have a good shot to go to the playoffs. No, in the sense of, is it going to cost him his job? Because Tom is not getting fired as long as Ben's around. And because of what Jeff said, they've battled back to be six and five. I mean, you're playing with three quarterbacks this year. To be six and five in the sixth seed going into the 12th game of the season, I mean, whether we like it or not, or the fans like it or not, that coaching staff is doing a great job. And I think Mike Tomlin is at this point in his career where half of the fan base is going to give him love. The other half isn't. I think he's fine with it. He just keeps getting them checks. He doesn't live in his fears. We know that. Um, (laughs) The sum of all fears. (laughs) Greg Wayfield, any news on how Ben's rehab is going? I'm going to answer this quickly and say it's not because we now have dubbed him Mr. 300. Meaning, I think it's going well. That fork is that fork is working overtime. <laughs> he probably has all this gravy in his beard and stuff today, <laughs> just looking like a slob. 
<laughs> hey, let me let me preface this by saying I'm a huge Ben Roethlisberger fan. I literally am. I'm a huge Ben Roethlisberger fan, but I've always I'm also a huge fitness guy, and he has always disappointed me in that regard. So here's a great question from Captain Underpants. He says, "Can we win without a takeaway?" Well, I didn't predict him to win anyway, so That's I would true. say no. The hater says no. The homer says yes. <laughs> <laughs> the hater, the homer. Would it be hater and homer or homer and hater show? Well, it depends on if you're going by alphabetical. I, I like homer and hater. I do like but, homer and hater. Okay. Eh. That, that's, that's a good show. Let's see here. Nobody okay. take that show also because there's a lot of biters on YouTube. If you yeah. hear us say the homer and hater show, we said it here first. Yeah, Hashtag yeah. copyrights. <laughs> Hashtag 2 a.m. All right. Just me says, what are Watts numbers? So give me, I gave Devlin Hodges numbers. What do you think TJ Watts stat line is? I'm going to go two sacks, seven tackles, seven tackles, two sacks. Uh, Yeah, I'm just going to say seven tackles, you know, five, five solo, two assisted. Oh I don't know. It's hard to do defense. <laughs> I, I just know he has two sacks. He's getting there you two, go. Sacks. Two, two sacks. I'll say two sacks and four quarterback hits. I think he's all over. There we go. I, I like that. I like keep it even. Two and there four. All right. So Grayson asks, do the Steelers get a 100-yard rushing game Sunday? No. I don't think they do, but here's another. Okay, let's compound that and say – do they have a hundred yards rushing total? No. Yes, because I predicted that there'll be twenty-five of those yards will be in scramble variety of Devlin Hodges. I think they will. Uh, I think that counts. How about yards per carry? Three above or below three and a half? Below. I would go more like three. Yeah, I think below if you take out. The scrambles that you predict for the 25 yards. If we're being true degenerate gamblers, we would have said under and not below. But yes. sorry for all those degenerates out there that are pissed that we said that. Um, Mark says, does Boz miss a field goal? No way. That boy money. He is money. Hashtag Boz is money. He's he is back to he looks like he's back to his 2017 ways. Only one missed kick today, and I got him missing, and I got him making three field goals. Hence the nine points. Denver says we should have these shirts printed up. Homer and hater. That would Love be funny it. for us to get like one that says yeah, Homer. And one yeah. that says- <laughs> yes, Homer and hater. Yes, that'd that be would great. be great. Pretty good. And that'd we could do opposite colors. Like I could wear gold. You could wear black. It would be Homer and hater. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be awesome. Good. All right, yeah, we'll we gotta work. do that. We make that work. All right, yeah, uh, and then we could have people always like. We should tell people like, "Hey, you can buy these shirts. If you're a homer, you would get my shirt, and if you're a hater, you would get Lance's shirt." I like that. You know, and I know Jeff, you will make it happen. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best. All right, Captain Underpants asks, "What's the turnover margin in this game for the Steelers?" Uh... Obviously. I think it will be even. I think both teams will get a couple of turnovers. Steelers get two, Browns get two, and so the plus minus will be even. Greg Wakefield says, "Let's see." He kind of compounds the idea for the T-shirt, saying, "I'm with Homer and I'm with Hater." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to do Homer Hater. That that that's, that would be pretty good. That 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 that'd be pretty good. That'd be excellent. That that absolutely that would be good. 
Spiral Bomber asks, if Benny Snell ends up being a really good running back by the end of the season, what would his name be? I guess so basically it would turn into like we used to call Bud Dupree Dud. Do you right. change his name to from Benny No Jets to He'd be what? Benny the Jets now. Well, no, because the Jet, he has to be fast. He's not fast. He'd just be his name. How about that? He'd just be Benny Snell. How about we worry about it if it actually happens? Because I am not. I would not put money that it would actually happen. Hashtag Rocket Packs. Rocket Packs. Just Me says, I'm with Homer. Yes, Homer. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm with Homer. Hashtag Homer. Uh, that, that'd be pretty good. That would be that, pretty that, funny. That'd be pretty, and that'd be a reason why you guys have to listen to the show, particularly the YouTube version of it, because it would all make sense. Like a lot of you guys have been on with us on this journey, and you would absolutely get it. And you guys would just kind of just laugh hysterically every episode when Jeff would be. See, I did the opposite yeah. way. It's, yeah, you got to point the opposite way. I, see, I still mess. Oh it my up. gosh! Other way, Lance. Is there's two directions. There's left and there's right. If you point oh, there we way. go. <laughs> Hashtag challenged. <laughs> I could get that right. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is to kind of wrap up the show. I didn't want to go really over thirty minutes because it is the holiday. I got to go check on my grill. I've got the turkey on the grill as we speak. I, I want to know if there's anyone in the live chat right now that's been with us since the blog talk radio days. That's what I want to know. I want you to do a video of you in the turkey. Hey, you check out my Instagram and yes. I, you can you can follow my star. I'll put my Instagram in here one time. I need I need the I need the uh the finished product. I want to see how that grilled bird looks. It it's looking pretty good. I just put my Instagram handle for those that are on Instagram in the live chat. So check that out in my story. I talked about the grill. We didn't give the, um, I didn't give the brine recipe like I wanted to. No, I don't give uh, out we the did recipes, that, man. Don't give out the recipe. We did that late last night. It's that overnight, actually a little bit longer than overnight and, um, got it out today. It's on the grill looking good. Got it. It's, it's great. It'll be good to go for about four four thirty. We'll be ready to take that thing off the, uh, so yeah. Magnifique. Yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some of these comments are great. So Rudy T says, I've been listening for three years, just downloading the shows and listening while I work. I love it. Um, Greg Wayfield, great. I'll put this up here. He says, hit that like button. These turkeys are awesome. That's absolutely the truth. Make sure you – a lot of people have given us money today, and we really appreciate that. The holidays are coming up. Lance, the kids need shoes, man. The kids need shoes. You know what I'm going to challenge some listeners to do? I'm going to challenge some listeners to do it the holiday. We appreciate everything that you've given us over this year. The super chats, everything. It's awesome. Me and Jeff have been blessed. We're fortunate. You know, we're gainfully employed. We have family. We have homes. Find it in your heart, man. If you want to give us something to the show, man, give it to a food bank or something today. You know, give it to a food bank or something today. Something you can find in your community, in your neighborhood, man. Take some canned goods somewhere. You know, just just do that, man. Represent Steeler Nation right. Represent yourself right. You know, take that money that you were going to give us, you know, and give it to somebody that really needs, to somebody in need. Some One of the best things that I've done in my life is things like getting blankets and just taking it to homeless shelters because, let's be honest, winter's coming, and if you live, you know, somewhere where it gets really cold, sometimes that's the best thing you can give is a blanket and you can go to, even if you're a, a pet lover, you can take it to humane society, give them toys, 
money, food. There are so many ways to help others on this Thanksgiving day. We appreciate it. Like Lance said, we're both blessed uh, in, in so many different ways that uh, we appreciate everything you all do for us, but don't forget to be kind to others. That's really, really important. Um, so yeah, there you go. So, and, if you, and lastly, if you get a chance and possibly if you're going to the game, Smack a Browns fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm just joking. If you got a Nerf helmet, you know, swing a Nerf helmet and and hit a Browns fan with a Nerf helmet just for fun. If you're going to the game, you know, if you're going to the game and or if you're going to any type of Steelers that are around Steelers fans, spread the love in regards to the show and behind the steel curtain.com. Like when Land says, all the stuff he says at the end is sharing. It isn't just technically like sharing it on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. It's, it's also going and telling other people like, Oh, you're a Steeler fan. You ever heard of behind the steel curtain.com getting them in the door is sometimes like, Hey, you get them in the door and then it's my job to keep them there. That's basically how, how we roll here behind the steel curtain.com. So um, there you go, Lance, why don't you send us off? It's been a great show. I really like this. Happy Thanksgiving to Steeler Nation, to everybody that supports the program, to Jeff, to Dave, to who's bad? Brian Anthony Davis. Big up to everybody, Steeler Nation as a whole. Happy Thanksgiving. And as always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. Absolutely. Homer and Hater, we're out. Yes. We'll be back on Sunday for another episode of the Steelers postgame show. Check us out tomorrow night, Friday night, for a Steelers preview with BAD and Dave Schofield. We'll see you later. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Be safe. Be blessed. We'll talk to you.